Hallelujah. If you have to welcome some of the churches, you want to tell them something beautiful? Amen. Tell them something beautiful. Amen. Amen. Compliment them, it's okay. Go ahead, hallelujah! Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! Amen. We serve a mighty God. Praise the Lord! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! You know, thank God for the age of technology. Amen. It's a wonderful age. You know, I'm saying that right now because some things I've not seen in a long time. Like somebody actually, a young person actually writing. I haven't seen a long time. But I saw Diamond just pull up a piece of paper and a pen and started writing. Amen. I don't know if I'm every time, I know that, but. Young people sometimes just say they don't write, they're just recording their phones and typing to their phones and, and just have all the information they need. Amen. I, I thank you for one thing. See, the word of God, however you choose to document it, it's still powerful. Amen. If you say, okay, all I want to do is write God's word down, listen, it's powerful. If you say what I want to do is text God's word onto my phone, it is powerful. You cannot do anything against the word of God, no matter how you write it or choose to document it. Somebody tells you, oh, leave the Bible. This is my Bible, God's word. I'm about to preach from the word of God. And somebody says, oh, you look at phone, that's not the Bible. Church, listen to this and listen well. If Christ was here on earth, I dare to say he will have an iPad. <laughs> Are you still here, church? See, you don't understand. He's so tech savvy that when he walked on the earth in his own time, John the Baptist did not know how to untie the shoes Christ wore. Are you still here, church? He said, of the shoes, of, 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 of the lashes of his shoes, I cannot untie. Not because Christ was too holy. If that was the case, if holiness was the case, if superiority was the case, he would never have, have allowed John baptizing. So that was not the case. What he wore was so superior. I mean, in his own time, he, he said, go get me a donkey. A donkey that had never been ridden before. Brown new tear rubber. That's what he wanted. Are you still here, church? See, the Bible tells us that, that, that when he died, Roman soldiers at that time were the highest paid soldiers. Were the highest paid soldiers, but also they cast lots for what he wore. They tore his garments and each took his part and sold it. Jesus. That was what he wore. So let me tell you something, church. If you think that we're doing church too much, oh, come here to the church looking all lights everywhere, like you guys are in the club or something, well, are you still here, church? See, in his days, the kind of temple they had was made of stones and rocks, and, and it was a synagogue, it was a temple. He said, tear it down. Because <laughs> right. I'm, I'm about to rebuild something new. All right. And that's what you see today, church. See, I don't care what people think church is. I know what the Spirit says church is. Mm. I am church. Yes, God. Are you still here? Yes, sir. Uh, somebody excited this morning. Yes. That devil's a liar. Amen. Amen. So I know the praise has been, you know, a little funny at the wrong place, you know, a couple of days. It's a season, church. You know, I'll share them on Wednesday how, um, you know, Pastor Rhoda, um, was it Tuesday? No, I think it was Monday night, that said to me, we're about to go into the house. I said to me, Pastor, you know, we still don't have the keyboards. And that day I've been praying about it. Like, God, you know, we got, I mean, you got to send someone. Someone has to come. Someone has to come forth. And we're talking about it. And God set us a beautiful drummer, amen? Amen. Wonderful, you know, wonderful, you know, young lady playing drums like with all her spirit and all her mind. And we say, God, let us set us something that compares to that. You know how you have those mental existence that they come, they just play, it's just about the money, they don't want to see to do anything else, or just want to get up after you pay them and they leave. And I said, God, we're tired of this. This is a very sensitive part of church where, you know, people who play music should understand that they are Levites. Yes. There are certain things Levites do in the house 
Nobody else is permitted to do it. If you go to the law, go back to the book of, of the Old Testament, the Levites had their own duties. The things they were called to do was only to be done by Levites. So more than anything else, I respect the offices, whether in the Old or the New Testament. Are you still here, church? So I was praising God, you got to send us somebody who's, 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 you know, who's spirit-filled, who's, who's great, can do the great job that we've heard a lot. Don't trust me, we've heard a lot. But, so I, I was going to the house, I said to Pastor, I said, Pastor Lord, you know, don't worry about it. God said, tomorrow, somebody will reach out to me. Amen. And the next day came, and I was just there, just like, I can't remember what I was doing, but I was doing something, and I'd, I got a message from a messenger, and I checked it, it was uh, a young man who, Pastor and I had maybe, you know, mentored many years ago, and we had something called House of Baby Club, you know, many, many years ago. And he said, Pastor, you know, I heard you're looking for a musician. Is it still open? And I said, yes, it is still open. This is God, man, amen. And he said, he said, Pastor, you know, I just want to find a place where I can grow, where I can just serve God. See, it's not about money. See, a lot of people say that. Just don't pay the money and you'll find out. A lot of people say, oh, it's not about money, it's not about money. No, just, you don't have to defend anything. Uh, they'll tell you, look, uh, you actually, you know, uh, I do this for more than, you know, you discuss it. And he said, no, just, just pay me what's comfortable. I just want to come serve, you know, and I want to grow myself. I said, thank God. He's not here today because he has to tie up loose ends where he is. But next Sunday, we're going to have a music team back home. And then the one who wants the big deal, ask for the man. Very big deal. Ask Mr. Jody, you tell him the big deal. Pastor Mike, Pastor Rita, myself, can I come up here and do what we do? Whether there's music back up or not. This young generation, you got to pray for them, you know? Yes! You got to pray for them. You know, because they don't, they don't, they still get they, they come in, they come in, they don't get there. Amen. Amen. There were days when there was no music, when the Spirit of God comes down. Yeah. They're crying! Come on, Pastor! They're hungry! You better for music, church. You know, stop paying for that. <laughs> we need it, amen. Hallelujah. Okay, this morning, church, I get to God's work. We have a wonderful guest in the house. Um, a friend I haven't seen in 25 years. Amen. Wow, you have a yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Five years there. We went to high school together, you know. Back then when I was a man on campus, you know. She knows you talk much because you know the boys, we're the boys. She was just one of those people who just, you know, you know, high school days, you know. You know, and then you know, some guy talk to me because of who you are. That was me back then, amen. But the word of God today, she's, she's here, she's here she's by herself. You know, coming over from Lagos, Nigeria. I just want to celebrate this woman of God. Please come with me. 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 Please Wow, thank you so much, Thank you for having me around. Good morning, church. Good morning. Wow, it's so good to be with you guys. All right. Okay, so I'd like to do a song, please. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to worship God. It's okay without the instruments. It's okay. Amen. Thank you. So I realize God is an amazing God. He's an awesome God. And He does amazing things. So. Amazing God, amazing God, you do my blow with thee. 
This man, when they began, were small people. Nobody knew much about them. Nobody spoke much about them. Nobody even cared to be concerned about them. But today, we're all reading about them. You have no choice but to have to know about them. Why? Because this is the process of life that everything has to start small. Stupid. 
You don't still get it. Most of you think is when you have money, when you accumulate, when you have all the money in the world, then you are something. Then you are somebody. No, that's why you're nothing. Because what we're looking at is not you, but the money. Go ask men who have made it already. It's hard to find love. Because in their consciousness, they believe that everyone who comes to them comes because of what they got. So they don't know who really loves them or who really cares about them. That is why as a couple, I will always tell you this as a man, you gotta build from scratch when you're getting married. Don't go to the mindset used to happen with a single person. Build. Learn to build things from the beginning. Even God had a beginning. But in the beginning, God. Are you still here, church? It means to tell you that no matter how small or how, how, how miniature the beginning is, God is always going to be there. As long as we're walking with God. I know people. People who left their countries came to America for a better life. At their age, they have to still come down. I remember my father was telling a story when he came to America. I think it was 45 when he came to America. 47. And he came to America. And then the couple drove into there and he put on a suit and his tie and had a briefcase in his hands. I don't know what the briefcase Do you know what happened with the briefcase? But had a briefcase and he went to work. And when he came, he said, You're here for the job. He said, Yes, okay. Please take your jacket off. Put it that way. And then go in the back and start packing boxes. He thought it was a joke, huh? <laughs> start packing boxes. Yeah, he said, Yeah, that's, that's a job. You know, he went in an office job because he was a manager back home where he was coming from. He had his own company. He had his own security company. He, he had great things, you know. He had everything. And he, he came here. He went to continue that. Like I said, no, 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 no. Scratch. Are you still here, church? There is nothing wrong with starting afresh. There is nothing wrong in starting small. So I said, my father, in his church 10 years. And then God said, stand on the I said, God, wait, wait, wait. But how? We think about it, God. We just think about it. I put 10 years into this. You mean I should just get up and just go? After I put 10 years into this? Because it uh-huh. See, every success story starts from scratch. Did you hear me? If you inherited what somebody else had, your success story is tied to that person. Did you hear me, church? So everybody becomes Success when they can start from where God brought them to or where God has brought them to. Yes. Can you still hear, church? No matter how hard it is right now, please tell yourself it's the beginning. Because most people are stressed. Oh, Pastor, I don't know how I'm going to do this. You know, I have three kids. I have four kids. How am I going to fix this problem? How am I going to deal with this? Tell yourself this is the beginning. Even God's beginning was chaotic. Mm. Come on, talk about it, Pastor. See, the Bible says. In the original translation, when God came, he was in the sense of tohu, vabohu, meaning that it was so chaotic that God himself had to turn on the lights to see what was happening. That's how bad it was. So he said, let there be light. So I can see, I can assess the state of the damage and the mess my beginnings happen. Not God's beginning, but the beginning of the earth. Did you get it, church? But can I talk to you this morning? No matter what you're going through, this is just beginning. You may say, oh, this is how we think as human beings. It's the beginning. Wow, God, oh my goodness. God is the beginning. Oh, oh, God has gone far. How am I saying from the beginning? Lord, back home I was this. Back home I was that. I was big. I had everything. We had that story before. We were all like that. Mm-hmm. Are you still here, church? I was coming and I brought my, my, my diploma from, from the Irish Army University. You know, I brought my, 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 my transcript. I was going to get a good job. I was going to do accounting. You know, it's America, man. We're talking. 
stop looking for people what people are made, what they have. Mm. They will kill you. Mm. Mm. Come on, pastor. You know, in church, people run after pastors a lot. Pastor, I want to anoint him. Pastor, pastor, you sweat, you sweat. Okay. Pastor, wipe your face. Wipe your face, wipe your face, pastor. Wipe it. And give me a towel. Because I want to anoint him. My anointing is not in the sweat of the towel, church. <laughs> it's in the time I put in, 24 years I counted. He says, ah, I can do what he does. Come try it. Here, please give him a microphone. Come try it. Can I talk to you, church? Never be comfortable entering somebody's den while you're still in your now. Walk your now. Enjoy your now. If you are single right now, enjoy being single. Never envy married people in your single stage. You will destroy yourself. Enjoy your now. Whatever the Lord has given to you right now is what you what you deserve right now. Walk with it. Never rush. Either hasten after whatever it is will never be innocent. How do you have to look about children who have some frustrating things? That's for Africans. But here is what I'm saying, man. But the truth is that you must learn to think about what God has given to you right now. So I'm going to ask you a question. What do you have now? Success will not come from what somebody else gave you. It will only come from what you have yes. now. Yes, yes. What you have now. Start working. Don't listen to me. Start working. Whatever you have now, start working. it. You may not look like much right now, but trust me, it will become something later. Amen. I'll tell you that story before time is up. I got it for 10 more minutes. So God met Moses, right? He was a Hebrew boy, and then there was a decree that the, uh, 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 you know, to slay all, all boys and a four months old. And his mother put him in the basket and put him in the Nile River. Alright? They were Jews. But there was a decree against every male child to kill. So they put him on, on, on the Nile, and then the Nile took him to the palace. Watch this, church. He was not born in the palace. Purpose took him to the palace. It doesn't matter where you were born, church. Your purpose will take you where you belong. Amen. Somebody says, the reason I get a man for months is because my parents were nobodies. See, you are a nobody who told everybody that someday this nobody will become somebody. Yes. But you must understand that where God has put you, there is a lesson to be learned. So, look at the prince, right? Greatness. All of a sudden, just found him like that. And for 40 years, he lived as the prince of Egypt. And after that, this man had a war within himself. Mm. One day he went out, he saw a Hebrew and an Egyptian. He was looking at a picture of his life. Because originally he's Hebrew. But by chance he became Egyptian. So he saw a Hebrew fight an Egyptian. That was a war on his inside. Mm. And then he got up and he slew the Egyptian. Mm. Somebody needs to slay the Egyptian. Come now. on, Pastor. Your Egyptian is who you are trying to be and you are not. Mm. Are you still here, church? Most of you are trying to become something that you are not. You are saying to talk a certain way, act a certain, a certain way, walk a certain way, and you are saying it to yourself. You are proposing your heart. I want to be like, not even like this person, I want to be this person. And that's the problem. That's the problem. My daughter, 
Lavelle. Always wants to talk about Jojo Siwa. Y'all know who that is? He said, that's something y'all do. Always about Jojo Siwa. Jojo Siwa, you know, like this, this um, um, is it Disney or Nickelodeon um, star, young girl, and everything, you know? You want to go back? <laughs> Everything you want to do, the Siwa headband, the Siwa jacket, her shoes. Her... No, you're not nobody else. You're the best thing I've created. Wait for it. Yes. Are you still here, church? Some of you want to have those jobs. You want somebody else's job. Oh, I like that job. I like that job. That job is interesting. Can I get your job? No, church. My job will kill you. Wait on yours. Work yours out. Yes. What do you have now? Work on that. Are you still here? Yes. What would you have right now? Problem with marriage. Oh, he's not like that person's husband. Mm -hmm. He wasn't built to be that person's husband. That's just right to you. Dummy. That is the problem. You put your husband somebody else. Oh, you know, my husband is not, he's not very social. He's not very, that is what God gave you. Work with that church. That is blessing in what God has given to you. Work with it. Work it out. Oh, you don't get, you don't stand. He's not like that, or she's not like that. So you're now, church, is what's most important. So I looked at David, I, I'm sorry, I'm Moses, and I thought that God called him and gave him a, a, a mighty task, right? God said, Moses, I don't know, mind, I don't know the, the burning bush, you know that story? And he answered, God, God, yes, he turned. And he saw the bush burning. He saw the leaves of the consumer. There was fire. There was actual fire, but no consumption. And he said, Who are you? And God said, I am the Lord God of my father, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You know? And he got into the of Moses. And God told him, I'm going to have you go tell Pharaoh to let my people go. And after the whole long story ended and everything, he asked him, God, what would you give me? How would I say it? How can I show? And God said, what? See, the, 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 the tradition of the Orit says, what is that in your hands? That's not what God said. Let me just tell you. Come to my mind and find out. That wasn't what God said. God didn't say, what is that in your hands? God said, what? In your hands? He asked the God, I want power. I want the way to show them. And God said, what? It was the rod that Moses brought. It was not the rod God gave him. Church, mm. listen. Yes. Listen. The slingshot and the stone that brought the lion down did not come from God. It came from him. Yes. You saw the listening, church. Yes, yes. It yes. came from David. Okay. The rod that brought the Red Sea did not come from God. It came from Moses. But when Moses encountered God, the thing in Moses' hands changed. Church, when you encounter God, the little thing in your hand becomes great, church. Christ took five loaves of bread and two fish. In the hands of a little boy, he could not feed 5,000. But when he encountered Jesus, he fed 5,000 people. Who brought the bread? Who brought the stone and the sling? Who brought the rod? Oh, 
why you never get paid enough. But here's the secret. If you can bring what is God to God. Yeah. If you can take in your hands. Yeah. Oh God. Representing you as a person, when he touches the hands of God, he touches your life. Something begins to happen to you. What do you have? What do you have? What do you have? Bring it to God. Bring it. Five loaves of bread and two fish. Bring it. And Christ took a hold of it. He lifted it up. He gave thanks. It did not multiply in Christ's hands. Mm. I must tell you that. Come on, take it back. God mm. is too much for this. I will let you handle this. God said, This is beneath me. To feed 5,000 people. Go and ask what happened in the wilderness. Hallelujah. This is beneath me. I'm going to have you do it. Mm. <laughs> He's going to have you glorify him with what you brought to him. Hallelujah. So they brought the five loaves of bread. He said, What do they have? Five loaves of bread and two fish. He took it. He blessed it. He was five loaves and two fish. He gives it to the disciples. He made it touch their hands. They began to break it. Hallelujah. We're not going to stop there. There's a woman, a certain woman in the Bible, who had a little pot of oil. Yes. Oh, God. See, that's the funny thing. God always asks them, What do you have? Yes. And He's asking you this one at the workplace, What do you have? She said, oh, I have nothing. I have nothing. You're lying. You're lying. You're, you're, you're lying. You're lying. You're lying, liar. You're, 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 you're lying right now. You liar. Come on, stop lying. I don't have anything. No, no, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Say, yes, you do. Tell somebody, yes, you do. You have something. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Stop lying. You have something. You have something. I just said, okay. I have a little bottle of oil. Now hold it back. Because you think that what you have is not capable. Now it makes you not capable of yourself. Oh, yes. Because if you say what you have, it's not enough. It will never meet your needs. When you say what I have is nothing, it stays nothing. Don't you know that the power of life and death are where? What have you said? That's why it's not working. See, when I was growing up, when I started this fellowship, and we had a program called It Must Work. Pastor Ayo Chino, his daughter came here a couple of times, you know, Vanessa, a young girl. He said, everything in your life, it must work. And then we're expecting to hear some formulas about how to break it together, put scriptures here, scriptures there, and it work. He said, no, it is what you say that makes it work. Church, it must work. You know why it's not working in your marriage area? Relationship area? You're not saying what you need to say. If it's going to work, you have to start talking. Yes. So she said, I have nothing. Nothing. But this pot of oil. And the brother said, You stupid woman, you foolish woman. You don't even know. Do you? Just a bottle of oil, small. How can I? It's small, it's nothing small, it's too small. I said, Bring it here. And he looked at it. Go. That was it. There was no prayer meeting, church. There was no, ah, 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 nothing. It was go. And the man, as she went, he said, go. Instructions, right? 
Obedience, you remember that? Remember? Obedience. He said, I said, go. Go borrow vessels. Come on now. I already told you I'm in debt. You want to go borrow again? Go borrow. And he looked at anyone that borrowed vessels. And he gave us instruction. Borrow not a few. This is where problem starts. Most of you doubt God to borrow a few. Can God say what you want to do? Can you trust God to do what he said he will do? Can you get out of the way and let God do what he's going to do? Yes. Can you shut your mouth and let God what he's going to do? Yes. Can you sleep somewhere and God just go die somewhere and let God what he has to do? That's the problem, church. We are the problem, not God. Everything God said, he's going to do. God, why haven't you done it? Don't that to Do. I started. You. You, you thought you knew everything. Have you wondered why he put Adam to sleep to make Eve? Adam would have said, God, do I care? Give her a six toe. God, give her three boobs. Put one down. God, you know what, God? Give her two mouths. One in the back. Where can she close? I can zip it close. But God put him to sleep so that what he's going to do is going to be perfect. Uninterrupted. For him. So, he said, go. Borrow up the field. And she went and borrowed. 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 Start pouring. Uh-uh, perfect. What am I pouring? See, I told you. Your unbelief is the reason why you don't get anything from God. Your pastor, your small pastor tells you, go. Pastor, how do we have Same group. They're just saying, pastor, how do we have Go. They don't have to pastor. Go. And you feel like they have to question, oh, I should be, what's going to happen? But they don't understand. I hate to hear that word. But I'm telling you something, say, Pastor, you don't understand. I hate to hear it. If I was about understanding, then God would not be who God is. Yeah. Oh, Pastor, you don't understand. Pastor, you don't understand. Shut your mouth. You couldn't get it yourself. You, you tried yourself to do it to get it. No. Now you come for help, you're still talking. He asked the man, what would you have me do for you? Oh, Jesus Christ, you don't understand. For 38 years I've been here. Before I jump in, don't shut your mouth. What do you want me to do? You don't understand. Let me explain. You will need to me explain, Pastor. I'm just like right now, Pastor, but you don't get it. Nobody gets it. Shut your mouth. Oh no, Pastor. But I deserve to let you talk. I have to talk. If I don't talk, I'm going to breathe. I'm going to breathe. Shut your mouth. No, Pastor, let me talk. I'm going to talk. All right, talk. Go ahead, talk. Talk yourself out of the blessing. Talk yourself out of the miracle. Because you think you know. Ah, let me talk. Let me talk. Oh, Pastor. You see? In 1924. Wow. What has history got to do with what God is about to do? What has what you're feeling got to do with what God is about to do? Pastor, you don't get it. Let me explain. Before I'm able to get it up, my weight is an issue. Shut your mouth! And you still want to talk about By the time I get up, I get it there. You know I'm slow. Shut your mouth! You know I'm slow, Pastor. You don't understand. It was like you gave birth to me. Seriously? God is asking you, the one who created you, and you have all these excuses? Pastor, you don't understand. Pastor, you don't get it. No, you don't, you don't get it. I'm not speaking based on what you have, or what I know about you. I'm speaking based on what God knows, and what God has about you. Just shut your mouth. Did I tell you, church, that God does not deal with us? What he does? Good come so Emmanuel is right here, 
And Peter is right here. Watch this church. Emmanuel is Peter's future. Did you get it? Yes. This Emmanuel, 20 years from now. That's Emmanuel, 20 years later. So this Emmanuel begins to talk to God. God comes here. God hears him. He started with oh God, you don't understand. God needs to know. I found here. Now God has done this already. Watch this. God has done this already. So guys, looking at this, addressing this, fixing this, now comes back here. So this, so this guy is so Run this now. Run it here. Finished? He keeps talking, but looking at him. God has healed him already. God has blessed him already. God has made him who he's asking for right now already. But he's not asking his business complaining. But God has done it already. So God is saying, Emmanuel, this is Peter, right? But he's saying, Emmanuel. Because Peter is Emmanuel's past. Emmanuel. Oh, God, I'm not Emmanuel. I'm Peter. That's what we do. Emmanuel. God, why are you calling me Emmanuel? Don't you know my name? God, you can't do you have, do you have a mission? I don't know. forget my name. Emmanuel. Emmanuel. See. It's all done. God, but how can I say feel like this? I don't see it, God. Nothing seems to be moving, God. Nothing is working. But God is speaking to him based on the already finished work of Emmanuel. He cannot see. He's human. He can't see. You can't see. What you are asking for is already done. Go pour the oil and together pour and it will stop. You know when it stopped? When there was no more water flow. This is how God works. Trust Him. Trust Him. Somebody told you your case cannot be changed. Your case is closed and sealed. They told me, if you do not cooperate, we are going to take you out of this country. You are still here right now. Mm -hmm. Told some of you too, if you don't do this, you don't get that. You are still here right now. Your case may not have been concluded yet, but this is who you are. Amen. You need to just trust me. It's not going to bring you there. Except to just deal with your fear. So he's working on your fear right now. Some of you think God is taking too long. He's, he's already gone. But he's working on your fear right now. Please stand to your feet. I'm sorry, I'm four minutes to be on time. But hopefully next week I'll try to come out and try to tie you up. I don't know what you heard this morning. I don't know what you heard this morning. I don't know what you heard this morning, but I know what I heard. I know what I heard. God is saying this is the beginning of, for the rock place. This is just the beginning Amen. for the rock place. That's what God is saying to me. This is my now. And we're effective with our now. We don't have to wait to be 10 years old as a church to do what we started doing when we were one, two, three, four years old as a church. We didn't have to wait because we know what we're hearing. We know what God is saying to us. What is God saying to you today? What is in your hands? 
I shall have 